When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to Astros Baseball, a podcast by a fan for the fans of the Houston Astros. Here's your host, Rob Fontenot. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Astros Baseball. This episode, we're going to talk about the final two games of the Astros and A Series. Plus, we're going to give away that dugout mug. There's four people. That has a chance to win that dugout mug. And you must send another email saying that you're claiming your prize 48 hours after we release this episode. Tij, you have two chances because you put dad and you're a podcast listener. Chip the Flip, Richard M. and Devon, you are the final four. So good luck to you. At the end of the show, we'll announce it. Uh, what's up, buddy? Joined again by my co-host, Third Coast Tom. Good evening, sir. It is a it is a Tuesday esque Wednesday. Uh, you know, like like having that one day off at the beginning of the week, it kind of like throws your week off. But I'm doing pretty good. It really does. Monday we were off, and then Tuesday we had to go into work, but it was only for half a day. And then today we worked overtime, which was crazy. We haven't worked overtime in a long time, so I'm all messed up. But the good thing is the Astros. Spoiler alert, they won both games against the A's on Tuesday and Wednesday. So last podcast, remember, buddy, we talked about there was two things you remember that we said and we didn't know the answer to. So let's call it a new segment called Now You Know. So you didn't know last podcast, but now you know. The first one was why was Wichita called the power surge? What did you find out about Wichita, the Wichita Shockers? Why do they have these names? So I found out that it has nothing to do with power. There was one power outage once upon a time, but they're actually the uh, they're capital for nothing that has to do with power. So it has absolutely nothing to do with power. Why they're called this? I don't know. I just know it's not power related. Like they're, they're, their city is not power related. What I saw when I looked it up is that they said the name is surging through. So <laughs> I don't get it. So the other guy that I was talking about was, I mean, the other pitcher. Remember, I was talking about that pitcher. I said it had a K. Then I said it had a K. His name is Evan Sisk. So the very last word in his name, Evan Sisk, 15 games. A 0.83 ERA in 21 innings. He has 24 strikeouts and a 0.92 whip. This guy was a 16th round pick by St. Louis in 2018, and now he's with Minnesota and their farm system. So look out, folks, for Evan Sisk. If you didn't know about the power surge or Evan Sisk, now you know, <laughs> right? We also have another segment at the end of the show it's going to be called final thoughts by third coast tom because last time he told me i always have thoughts and i just don't know when to throw them in so i'm gonna there you go 
You have your own segment, Final Thoughts. I love it. All right, so let's talk about Tuesday's game. Christian Javier, bottom of the fourth, the A's had an RBI single. There wasn't a whole lot of offense in these two games, but he gave up a single RBI single, one to nothing. Chaz drove in Alvarez in the top of the fifth to tie it up. And then Chaz McCormick, a solo home run in the top of the eighth to make it two to one. Then Bregman walks with the bases loaded, and that made it three to one. It was a very close game, and they brought in a new pitcher, Zach Jan, uh, Zach John, Jackson, uh, for the A's, and he walked four straight guys, and they and they took him out, and the guy they brought in, he did great. Uh, bottom of the ninth, the A's did get a runner on with one out, but it's just the thing the Astros are doing now, closing the game out with the big double play. Chaz, three for four with two RBIs and a homer. Jordan Alvarez, two for four. So here's the big story to me, buddy. Christian Javier threw four innings. The starting pitcher, Montas, from the A's threw seven innings. If I told you Javier threw four innings, Montas threw seven innings, who do you think would have won that game? Uh, it's Montas, no question. Yeah. He had seven innings, seven hits, and two runs, and Javier, four innings, four hits, and one run. And we had to use the bullpen, Maton, Stanek, Montero, Neris, Presley. I mean, it's like almost everybody in the bullpen pitched a total of five innings from the bullpen. The bullpen pitched more innings than the starter. The A starter goes seven, Astros go four, and we win. I mean, it's just totally crazy. Uh, the Astros one for seven with runners in scoring position. That's not good. How did they pull this game out? What, what do you think? It's it's wild. It's it's timely hitting. I know that's it's like a boring answer. It's just one of those things they just kept plugging away, kept plugging away. Montas was so good. He was very dominant. The only guy that had his number was Chaz, and, and he just he just did just enough. And they were just really really good. I really think that you know. Everybody, you see it on Twitter, you see it so much. Everybody's just so desperate for these guys to hit. And I'm just like, man, as long as they're winning, I don't care if they just do just enough as long as they're winning. Now, of course, I spoiled, I would love them to go score 10 runs a game or five runs a game or whatever. But as long as the timely hitting is there, I'm, I'm okay with it. Yeah, I mean, usually during the season, you have these amazing uh, pitchers performing well and you can't hit, or you have everybody hitting and the pitchers can't stop anybody. So it's one or the other. You hardly ever get both at the same time. But I love it. Another win. And, uh, you know, we haven't played the A's all season. And I don't know about you, buddy, but when I keep hearing them drums on the TV, and I don't know if it's <laughs> the neighbors making noise. I don't know what it is. But how does, how does 2,000 people make that much noise? I, I think it's well placed, like microphones. You know, they got to they got to pump in some some sound noise. However, they got to do it. So they got to put the microphones where the people are, get that sound noise up. They don't even have rhythm. It's just like <laughs> banging away, and then uh, chick chick. You know that whatever that little, I don't know what that is, cowbell. I don't know what it is at the end, but pretty annoying. But I, I'm pretty happy. I mean, who would have thought we could have won that game? I think the 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 turning point was when that guy walked four dudes in a row. That just turned that changed everything. Uh, but Wednesday today, what a game! JV, what do you think about JV? What are your thoughts? I told you last last episode he was going to do something special. 
I, I mean, I didn't know if it was going to be the big strikeout number, which he still had six. I didn't know if it was going to be, you know, uh, a complete game or a no-no, but he flirted with it. And uh, it was really interesting because if you were on Twitter around that time, of course, the, the media guys after five, they came out, you know, no hitter. And, and people were just upset. They were like, look, you got to leave it alone. You can't do it. And I, I, it's, it's weird because there's some really superstitious people out there. Yeah, so he had a no-hitter going, and then he goes into the seventh inning, gives up a couple hits, and three runs. It was a, what was it, a uh, an RBI double by Elvis Andrews, and then Bethancourt had a two-run homer to make it three to one. The Astros got on the board with a Diaz RBI single. And uh, top of the ninth, the bases loaded. Again, they load the bases and give us a free run again. Uh, Bregman walks and Dubon. Comes in to make it three to two, and then Jordan have a series. Jordan a three-run base-clearing double. So we were down three to one. They walk with they walk us. They load the bases, walk it in. Alvarez three-run double, and we take the lead five to three. I mean, we're in the ninth inning. I thought I thought we were. I don't know. I, I wasn't very confident that we were going to win. And then uh, Andrews had an RBI double, made it five to four. In the bottom of the ninth, it was uh, Presley at a leadoff single, then two outs, and then a double, and then a ground out. So we didn't end with the double play that time. But, you know, Ryan Presley, it doesn't seem like he's doing well, but his ERA is like 2.13. What do you think about Ryan Presley and how he's going? He's kind of getting a little bit of a little bit of hate. So if you recall early in the season, he had some injury issues and I think there were leg injury issues. And I feel that that's something that, that, you know, as a pitcher, you really got to have your legs underneath you. So now I know Blummer mentioned it on the podcast that it looks like he's starting to get his legs underneath him better. The the pitches are starting to be crisper, you know, more depth on some of the, the, the curveballs, stuff like that. So you know, he, he had some rough, you know, outings. He's still not, you know, lights out, but I really feel that he's, he's starting to turn a corner a little bit. Uh, that strikeout he had really filthy uh, curveball that he struck that guy out with. It absolutely fell off the table. Also, one thing I want to point out, the reason I feel that their closer struggled and this won't be any in anything. I don't think it'll be discussed a ton is Pena's double in the eighth inning that made Brad Ospis, of all people, have to come in and go to his closer early to get him in that extra, you know, just those extra pitches have to have to go sit down and get back up. Closers are really weird about that. They just don't like doing it. So I think Pena putting the, the pressure on Ospis to bring the closer in early really battered. Good job. I remember you you spoke on this a couple of podcasts ago about about Presley coming in with with uh, a clean inning because he had came in. Uh, with what couple of runners on and gave up a hit and they scored a run on us and we got out of it though. But uh, a Alex Bregman, he scored two runs, but he went over four. It's kind of weird how many, you know, to score two runs and you go over four Alvarez have a day again, two for four, three RBIs and paying you. You spoke about two for five. The Astros scored five runs on 11 hits. I'll take that any game. And I had mentioned, I believe I said, if they just score four runs, they'll win every game. And they would have won both of these. The A's had four runs on four hits. Uh, Houston, two for seven with runners in scoring position, and they left 10 runners on base. 
Let's do this on this uh, podcast too, buddy, on this episode. Who's your pitcher of the series? I really, 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 really want to say JV. I do. I, I, I mean, I knew he was going to pitch well, but I, I got to say, for me, I, I think it's Presley, you know, to get the saves, uh, to, to struggle, you know, still give up runs, but find a way to get it done. Give me Presley. Hmm. A leadoff single and an RBI double in the ninth inning. I'm going to go with Framber Valdez, buddy. Yeah, that's a good choice, too. He went nine <laughs> innings on Monday. I don't know. Maybe you weren't thinking about that because we're only talking about these two games, but I'm going with Framber. But I thought about this on the way home when I was thinking about who we could pick, and I was thinking it would be cool if he would pick someone out of the bullpen so that we could honor two of our players. Now, I'm willing to bet here. I'm willing to bet we have the same guy for player of the week. I mean, player of the series. I have you word on Alvarez. I, I can't even, I can't even find an excuse to pick anybody else. He's just so dominant. <laughs> I, 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 I'd like to do that. Right. I know the the consensus, right. But I'd like to give, you know, other players a little shine because I feel like it's not one player that makes a win, but man, Jordan just had a series. So the Astros are now 33 and 18. They are seven and three in their last 10. They've won four games in a row and they are plus 44 in run differential five and a half games ahead of LA seven and a half ahead of Texas, 11 ahead of Seattle and 14 games ahead of the Oakland A's. They are off Thursday tomorrow, which gives you guys plenty of time to listen to the podcast. And then Friday, Saturday and Sunday, they go to Kansas city. And I, we had different opinions on this. What if we faced Zach Greinke and they said he was scheduled to pitch Saturday, but he was, he's added to the injured list. So we're not going to see it now. I, I mean, I'm excited. <laughs> so I, don't, I know he's not the Grinky of old. I just didn't want to find out that he was going to have one of those days. So we won't have to worry about that one. It sounded like Todd Callis and uh, Blum wanted to see it. I wanted to see it. I bet a lot of you guys listening wanted to see it, except Tom. He just didn't want to see it <laughs> for selfish ways. He wants to win instead of seeing an amazing matchup between former teammates. I know, I know. I should, I should be better. I should want it, you know, and then be able to root Grinky, you know. But I want to see the Strohs win. We, we, I want, I want that lead to get really big. I want them to walk down the Yankees. I, I, I just want. I'm, I'm, I'm selfish, I guess. So, what do you think about uh, Dallas Keuchel getting DFA'd? And then, I mean, I don't think the Astros will get him, but you know, people are, were posting get, get Dallas Keuchel. Would that be a good move at all? <clears throat> if Would I they- thought. Would they have to pay for him or he's already paid for? Because they DFA'd him. Uh, I think I think if no if, if somebody claimed him like off waivers, then they would have to pay for him. If they just released him, then then it would be different. Hmm. But I think if we had a pitching, like if we were if we were hurting for starting pitching, I would love to see him back in an Astros uniform. I know him and, and Lance are really tight. Uh, I, I believe that you know he would fly slide right back into this locker room. Another left-handed uh, arm. Never can have too many of those. I think we're really good right now, though. <laughs> so I think yeah. the Astros are really well off right now with starting pitching. And they've just got, I mean, they've got guys hurt right now, and they still have five, six capable starters. So I don't know where you would put them. But if we were hurting, I, I would definitely like to see it. I thought about sort of like McHugh, 
how they put him in the bullpen and he had a one point something ERA and he was very successful. And then on the way home, I was like, Maton, Stanek, Montero, Naris, Presley. And then I started thinking, we got a lot of good bullpen arms. Absolutely. And, and I wouldn't want to see them not get the ball either. Like who, like, I can't think of, I, I know he's a lefty, so that would help. I Blake don't Taylor. Have, that's the only yeah. move you could make. Yeah. And if they let him go, I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be upset. Like if they made that switch, I yeah. just would worry that it would mess with something, but I wouldn't be mad. Someone that's banging on the doors is Anoli Paredes, who is doing very well, but he still walks a lot of guys. And I don't know if we spoke about this, but I saw, you know, bases loaded. They were talking about him. Someone was talking about him. Yeah, I saw that too. He's got a, an absolutely awesome ERA. I just, man, you got to throw strikes when you get up to the big leagues. And I, I don't know if he's there yet. All right, buddy. You ready to give this mug away? Let's do it. All right. We're going to spin and eliminate. All right. Here's the, here's the spin. Fifth place. Ooh, chip. Chip, you only had one choice, buddy, and you're out. Here's another spin for fourth place. Tij, the guy that had two chances, so that's good. All right, three guys left. Devon, Richard, and Tij. Oh, Devon, looks like you're out, buddy. All right, Richard M. and Tij, you're the final two. Richard M., you're eliminated. Tij, Tij W. I, I wrote your name down somewhere, Tij, but you listen to the podcast, so you're probably listening now. We appreciate you listening and enjoy that mug. Hopefully you listen to this podcast in the next 48 hours so you can claim it. But congratulations. If, if nobody claims it, I'm going to keep it. So five, five choice, five chances. I'm keeping it. Are you there? Are you there, buddy? I am. I'm sorry. There was oh. like a... What happened? I don't know. It, it got quiet. And now it's not quiet. Could you hear me doing the wheel? I could not. I heard you talking, but not hear the wheel. Okay. So good. As long as it got recorded, now I'm going to have to listen to it. Hope uh, that's what I was scared of that when I went to the other page to do the wheel, that it would it mess up the audio, but hopefully it didn't. So congrats to Tij. Here we go, buddy. Your segment, final thoughts. So what got this whole thing started, I, I had a, 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 a little fact that I got listening to the radio broadcast because I was driving in from out of town and I have XM. So I was listening to, I believe it was the Mariners broadcast. And it, it was a pretty interesting fact that on Memorial Day, 65% of the time, the teams that are leading their divisions on Memorial Day make the playoffs. So right now, if you're a division leader, at Memorial Day, that's like one of those markers where pretty uh, better than 50% chance that you're going to make the playoffs. So that that bodes very well for the Astros. And I was looking for a spot to plug that into the show last time. I couldn't find it. 
So we got to talk it after the show and that's how this became a thing. All right. Final thoughts. I do not have any final thoughts except congrats to the winner. And uh, we both appreciate you guys tuning in. Uh, next up, I have an interview coming up. So we'll have a special episode coming up. There'll be an interview. And then uh, on the weekend, Sunday night, we'll go over the, we'll go over this Kansas City series. So we'll see you then, folks. Thanks for listening. And we'll see you next time. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.